host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Well, Happy New Year, folks. It is now 2024, and what a start we've had to the new year. I'm going to bring it up because I haven't been on the air yet this year, and we had some wonderful snow that capped our grounds, and it was so much fun to go out and play in it, but then it became extremely cold and then extremely dangerous to drive on. So I'm hoping everybody made it through it safe, and we've got schools back open. We missed six full days of school out of our nine that are allotted for the calendar year. That so, was going to be my question. How many are, are scheduled? In? Yeah, we six out of nine. And let me welcome to the show right now Mr. Clayton Harris, the station manager at WKOM and WKRM, and also a coach at CHS and Cully. Welcome, Clayton. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for having me. And on that same coaching theme, I'm going to welcome no stranger to the Big Yellow School Bus, Mr. Chris Pointer, Athletic Director and Nursing Supervisor at Murray County Public Schools. Welcome, Chris. Glad to be here, Jack. Appreciate you having me. Man, it's been a while since you've been on the show. I always look forward to these because I learn so much about what's going on in the athletic world um, because you have so many things going on. I've I've written down some notes so I can have a couple questions to ask you. Hopefully I don't put you on the spot. Um, But there is so much going on in 2024. What are, Chris, what are the big athletic things going on right now? I know basketball's big, and we had some postponements because of the weather. Yeah, so as far as the season that we're in right now, we're in basketball season right now. Our, our middle schools are wrapping up their TMSAA tournaments. We have teams currently throughout the county who are still competing at a very, very high level right now, competing and still playing on. Uh, those will continue on until you know either they get eliminated or you know what we all hope is that someone from our community makes it on to the state championship uh, for middle school basketball, which is which is something that the TSSAA via its TMSAA, which is the middle school branch of it, puts on. So it's very exciting. Kids are competing at a high level. They're they're getting after it, and so we will get to see that on full display prior to the. Snowmageddon that we we saw, uh, <laughs> we we actually hosted the middle school county championship basketball games. We were able to do that at Columbia Central High School. Whitthorn was the host, but um, did a phenomenal job hosting that. It was an excellent, excellent event. And this is where I need the drum roll, right? The, the, drum, the drum roll. roll. At somewhere in there, there's got to be a drum roll. I don't know how to <laughs> play a drum, but who won that? So actually, this year, which was I mean, we've done this for several years now. It's such a unique situation. But Whitthorn boys and Whitthorn girls came out on top uh, winning the county overall championship. Wow, way to go, Whitthorn Tigers. So, yeah, they they have two very good teams. The, the, the overall, across the county, the, the final four is very competitive. It was an exciting uh, game. They're, they're key players. You know, when you look at, you know, highlighting a certain player, every player had a – Every team had a player that 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 showed out. The the radio station was there covering it as the 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 game of the week, and it was live broadcast, and it was on on social media. So it was amazing. I got calls from from parents and family members, and and folks who have kids who are playing, and uh, family members who are playing on games. It was you know either through Facebook messaging or call or email, just saying thank you for for giving us this opportunity to play. 
Thank you for live broadcasting it. We're able to catch it. Yeah, one, that's huge. One lady yeah. has a – it comes down – she came down uh, for one of the games, but she listened to the first game uh, from Colorado. Oh, wow. She, she uh, got online. And Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Love technology. Let's, let's give a little shout-out to those final four because I have them written down here. You had the Battle Creek Middle, Middle School Lady Bears mm-hmm. that went up against, the, against Whitthorn Middle School Lady Tigers, and the Lady Tigers won that. So mm-hmm. Whitthorn, yep. And then you had the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers up against the Spring Hill Middle School Generals. Yep, in the championship, yep. And that had to have been some really good games. Yeah, they were they were really good. So the final four really is final four of the boys teams and final four of the girls teams. And so that was played on a Thursday in the championship, which you're talking about the championship games was played that Saturday. Okay. Yeah, because on on the like on the women's side, on Thursday, the first game we had that day was the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats mm-hmm. playing the uh, Whitthorn Lady Tigers. Correct. Okay. After that, you had the Cullioca, uh Boys, uh, the Warriors, playing uh, the Spring Hill Middle School Generals. And then following that game, you had the Battle Creek Lady Bears playing uh, Cullioca Lady Warriors. And then in the night game, you saw a, a good Mount Pleasant Tigers team take on a very, very good Whitthorn Tigers. The Battle of the Tigers is what we called <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And Whitthorn came out on top of that, and that's how you ended up with those Final Four on Saturday. But uh, a shout-out to those smaller schools. They competed. They they played their hearts out, and uh, they they – they, they represented their schools and their communities well. They did a phenomenal job, and hats off to the coaches, hats off to the players, hats off to the, the parents and the fans. Just the level of support provided to those young people is, is nothing short of amazing. And, and it allowed us to put middle school kids on a big stage. I mean, and that's what you really, really want. Everybody have fun. Obviously, everybody wants to win. Uh, but you can only have one winner at the end of the day. We had, you know, tournament MVPs. We had all tournament teams, and so every school had somebody represented on the all tournament team across the county, and that's very intentional. But you know, typically, you know, the best players on those teams were able to to be awarded for all their hard work and effort throughout the year and through the tournament. And uh, looking forward to doing it again next year. And, and Jack, I, I'd like to kind of add on to what Chris is saying, uh, talking about the way we broadcast these games. We obviously, traditionally, we always do radio. But he mentioned we did do video for that tournament as well with the audio that we have on radio. We put it on social media. We put it on YouTube. Next year, starting in the fall, we would love to broadcast every game at every school in Murray County. And if you are involved with, one, with those schools and have any interest in broadcasting those, it will provide the equipment, will provide the training and the setup. But if you're a parent or – Are you so, talking video? Yeah, video. Okay. If you're a parent or supporter uh, of any of these programs around the county, please reach out to me. My phone number is 931-626-3131. We would love to get this going and start – and that's our plans to start this uh, in the fall. I know this spring we're planning on doing all the Columbia Lady – uh, Lions softball games along with some of the baseball games with the Columbia Lions, but also the game of the week that we do in the spring will also be on radio, on video. But what we would like to do, and, and as a station, and I, I got to give credit to our owner, Delk Kennedy, he is willing to make the investment into what we need to make this possible at every school in this county. It does require a little help from some volunteers uh, that maybe have interest in broadcasting and doing this. 
like I said, please reach out. My name's Clayton Harris, 931-626-3131, or you can email me at clayton at kennedybroadcasting.com. We got a couple of the schools already covered, but we still have other schools that we don't have covered yet. So if you're in any of those communities we mentioned earlier, please reach out. I have to say, I have enjoyed that because I can't make every game. I know, Chris, you try to make every game. You're athletic director. But there was a big game happening, and you guys broadcasted on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I was able to sit at home and keep up with the game and watch the plays and everything. And, and it was really cool because you had a little score um, you know, for each one. And I thought, well, this looks very professional. So I really enjoyed it, and I was able to not miss the game because I couldn't be there in person. Well, I, I really appreciate that. I know this year uh, we – we did all of Columbia Central football games. That was football, yeah. And we averaged over 2,000 views per night. Uh, that doesn't include people. You know, I still get updates from a lot of the players. They, they, you know, I got an update last night that uh, Justice Haggard, who's a sophomore at Columbia Central, he went back and w- he was watching those old films and was liking them and commenting on them. And that's the great thing about it. Uh, once we put them on YouTube, once we put them on social media, they're, they're, they're there for life. Archived, so, yeah. So, so I mean – I'm sure Chris would love to be able to go back and watch some of the games that he played in in high school. <laughs> Absolute, that be cool? Absolutely, yeah. so that they would truly believe how far I did actually. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But but I will say that this I believe is, you. This is this is creating memories. Yes. Right. And so and it also binds and ties in community. Mm-hmm. So if I am a parent or I am a grandparent who lives in Colorado and my grandchildren are in Murray County, I can catch those games. But in the way in which the world is going as it pertains to college recruiting, as it pertains to uh, all of these different elements now that you have to do that you once didn't do, it's all very um, – you have to make it easy and accessible for, for college coaches and anybody else who are wanting to see players uh, in real time, see footage in real time. And the fact that the radio station puts these things on all social media platforms – means that you can tag, you know, Justin Haggard, who just got his first offer here recently, mm-hmm. can can now, when this video is being played, tag himself in it, tag all the college coaches he's been having conversations with it, and they can look online and watch him play maybe a game that may have been his best game of his career thus far, and then pique even more interest. And so by the radio station doing this, and when you talk about being archived forever, that is a big deal at the end of the day. People don't understand being able to go back and look at footage and look at film and be able to capture those memories, how huge that is for our community and our student athletes. And I'll give two examples of that. During football season, uh, Coach Howard Stones, our defense coordinator at Columbia Central, his son is on the staff at South Florida. And so they're in a hotel room. Friday night before they play on Saturday. You know what they're doing? You know what they did most of the season? Watch. They're, they're watching our film because we got guys on our team that they're interested in. Right. And that, you know, we, we got Dravius Hall who's got multiple Division One offers. They're watching. They're, they're, they're looking at him. They're looking at others. And then you look at softball last year. We did a couple of uh, Columbia Central Lady Line softball games, and Savai Morgan – takes a clip off of our broadcast, puts it on her social media, and like Chris said, tags it over thirty to 40,000 views. So, yes, not only are, are they going to be there forever and you get to go back and you make memories and you get to watch and you hear the announcers t- you know, call your name and call out what you do, 
but it also, like Chris says, allows these college coaches who maybe it's not recruiting season where they can't go and visit in person, but they can they can pull up social media or YouTube or anything. They can watch you right there on the spot. What a great opportunity also for somebody in our community that wants to sponsor these. Absolutely. Because you could be brought to you by. Exactly. So what was your number again, Clayton? It's 931-626-3131. And my email is Clayton at at C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, Clayton at KennedyBroadcasting.com. And and you're right, Jack. uh, One of our big sponsors here at the station, uh, I saw him out recently. And he said, man, I saw the video that you guys did, and I love it. And I want I want to be a part of that. I want to do more than what I'm doing now. And so, yes, if you're out there, and you and, and again, it's there forever. So when, when people go back to watch their film, your commercial, your spot will be there. Yeah. And those kids will appreciate And next time they're thinking about buying a car, guess where they're going to go? They're going to go Parks Motor Sales. So, yeah, it, it's it's a good deal. There you go. Um, it's a huge deal to be able to become a sponsor. So contact the radio station if you're interested. Um, these game day shows, um, these live broadcast video, um, we're really getting up there. And as far as technology goes here in little old Mule Town, USA, being able to broadcast our high school games live. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's amazing. You know, you mentioned the name I actually wanted to ask questions about, Savia Morgan. That young lady is so impressive i don't know where you can find the stats or if you just know them off the top of your head but she's not just um, baseball or softball she's multifaceted in a lot of sports right yeah i mean she's um um she's tracking very well at a very high level in what she does basketball i mean she's a dual sport um athlete i mean if she and she probably if the time allows she probably would run track too i mean her speed is different mm-hmm. and what i mean by different i mean it's you're around kind of the athletic world and you see athletes you know i mean she's a poster child for that um phenomenal young lady great student in the classroom two great parents who you know comes from comes from great stock um and she you know she anchors down that center field for columbia central high school and uh has a great arm can run i mean she's a record holder for stolen bases she's got i mean she's tops in batting average on base percentage I mean, so the, the I mean, the records that she said is is you, I mean, you can't even I mean, it it'll be difficult for somebody to break them. But there, I mean, obviously records are made to be broken. But she's she's really kind of what grade is she in now? She's a senior this year. And Has she uh, this decided year, where she's going. Yeah, she's going to the University of Tennessee to play softball. And so GBO. Yeah, and so Little big orange. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and you look at on the basketball side too. I mean, she's a dual threat. I mean, she's a I mean basically defensively and offensively. I mean, she gets a lot of transition baskets, and, I mean, she's she's a special type of athlete. And so uh, we all should be be honored to be able to, to witness that level of greatness and have that level of greatness in our communities. And and uh, she she will do well uh, wherever she – at her next stand at the University of Tennessee and, and excited to watch her play. Amen. Makes makes us proud to have athlete, athletes like that here in Murray County Public Schools. Absolutely. Um, there's another athletic person I wanted to bring up that I've seen quite a bit on our social media um, in our area. Mr. Auden. Is it Auden Slaughter? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about Auden. Uh, he's another one, man. He's He is a uh, basketball player. Um, at Santa Fe Unit School, uh, he is he is you know 
I'm trying to put in the words. This this young man is a basket getter. I mean, he can go to the hole. He can score at will. He can take you outside. He can take you inside. And I saw him from the time he was in sixth grade to the time he is now. And I remember him at sixth grade. He was real short. He was little, man. He was, and but he had the heart of a of a of a line, the heart of a champion. And I remember that they went up against a, a very um, dominant EA Cox team the the first year I saw him play. And I remember him going to the basket to take a layup, and this the center grabbed his ball and just you know blocked it in the stands, right? And his body fell. He slid all the way down, but he jumped up and sprinted back down the floor to get back on defense. One, that's a testament to his dad, Brad, who who was really instilled in him how to play the game and play it right. But I knew at that moment, you know, when he popped up and ran back down the court, that this kid was going to be special. He was able to he was able to play several games as an eighth grader uh, coming out of Santa Fe and play. And he's I mean, he just does things on the court that others cannot do. And he knows how to score, and he wants to win, and he's driven. He's committed. He's an over 2,000-point scorer. Just a junior. And just a junior. He, the, the likelihood he has a, a strong possibility of getting the 3,000 points, and he'll, he'll set every record, basketball record there is at Santa Fe. He's special. And he should obviously be under strong consideration for, for uh, Mr. Basketball, which is the top award that the state gives out for the mm-hmm. best basketball player in the state. Obviously, in, in, in this case, it would be in 1A basketball. But he has a strong chance. Santa Fe Unisco right now is number one in the state, and he's the best player probably arguably in the state. Um, and I, I would I would argue that there you're not going to find many players who can compare to what he can do, and he he's he's another one. He is another young man that uh, we ought to be all honored to be able to watch that level of greatness. And and he's and he works his tail off just like Savaya. They work their tails off. I like when you team. said you know he got the ball knocked out, but he got right up immediately and ran down the court to make sure he was there for the defense. Yeah. Yeah. That means he didn't give up. Well, and, and, you know, we covered the game of the week between them and Kalioka a couple of weeks ago. A packed house. Uh, always, always. On, on the radio, on video. And also, uh, Philip Pearson, who I know, uh, former Alabama assistant coach, uh, was the interim head coach uh, after Mark Godfrey uh, got fired at Alabama. He's at UAB now. He was in the stands watching him. Uh, that that's a big deal. Yes, I mean it that, is. that 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 you know a program like UAB, big Division One school. Uh, I think that I think that's just the tip of the iceberg as to what possibilities may come for Auden down the road. Because again, he's just a junior. Yeah, wow. and people keep forgetting that. I mean, he's yeah. he's not you know, and even last year when he was doing what he was doing. It's like, oh man, it'd be good. I mean, hate that you're losing him next. You're like, no, we got two more years of this. <laughs> we got two more years of this. But yeah, and and, and Auden and Savaya both. I mean, we have. Tons of great talent across our community. And, uh, you know, in a platform like we have, what we're doing with athletics, the platform with the radio station and the game of the week, we get to get around the entire county and get to cover these young people who are, you know, you know, work so hard every day and, and get out there to do something that they love. And we're able to cover that and capture that. And and I'm just – I'm ecstatic that Murray County Public Schools, our leadership – has really stepped out there to really want to do those types of things and, you know, continue to, to support and highlight. Ideas. Hate to cut you off, Chris, but we got to go to break. I am here with Mr. Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, Clayton Harris, coach at CHS and Cully on the Big Yellow School Bus. We'll be right back.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. You're listening to your local radio. 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Let's face it, the world is constantly changing and it is now more important than ever to take care of those who you trust with your business every day. Large and even international competition has made it increasingly difficult to keep your best talent. With Caledonian Financial's local business plan to help, you can give your employees a business package that is competitive and effective for everyone. I'm Thomas Sneed with Caledonian Financial here in downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM, WKOM. What a great show, beginning 2024, first show of the year. 
Mr. Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, Mr. Clayton Harris, Station Manager, and Coach at CHS and Collie. Wow, we were talking before the break about some amazing athletes, and we have so many amazing upcoming athletes in our district. It's just baffling to to look at this. And we're only a district of 23 schools with uh, about 13,000 students, and we're pushing out some amazing people. In fact, recently, um, Chris, you sent me some information about Dante Smith and Kenyante Davis, mm-hmm. who were alumni of our district, who have put themselves up for the draft. Do you know what happened? You talking about as far as the draft, the football draft? And, yeah, they were they entered the they're, draft. They're entering right? into the draft. Yeah. Okay, so it's still pending. And whether where the next? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. See, you know how much I know about sports. <laughs> I just watch the football games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's amazing. Two of our students from Murray County Public Schools, Dante Smith and Kenyante Davis. Did I say those names right? Or close? Yes, yes, Kenyante. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We 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 just always called Kenyante Davis. Okay. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. Um, and so in two Murray County Public School products, um, and and of course Dante Smith playing at Georgia Tech. Dante was at. UT Martin then obviously went to Western Kentucky. Uh, great students, great ambassadors of our community. Uh, Dante actually was a kid that came through the Boys and Girls Club. Um, and then Dante, of course, went to Spring Hill High School, and Dante went to uh, uh, Central High School. And so anchors on both of their programs, uh, standout athletes at both of their programs, and then went on to college and had very, very successful careers and now are entering into the NFL draft. And – both probably got a shot to to at least get on a uh, a roster of some sort um, at, at worst, you know, sign as an undrafted kind of free agent type situation and get a tryout and, and work out for a team and see where they land from there. Makes me think about our very own Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason, yeah, the one and only. was just in a playoff game mm-hmm. um, for the Houston Texans and did a hangout job in that game. Unfortunately, they didn't come out on the winning side, but they had a great season. Uh, I mean, they 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 achieved beyond expectation of what we think. I'm sure they in, inside that locker room they knew that they could do what they what they achieved, and I expect great things out of out of the Texans uh, moving forward. And you know, they got a, a standout quarterback. They got a dynamic offensive line to protect him, uh, which Shaq is is part of, and. They got a dynamic and electric team, and so I expect great things coming out of the Texans. Yeah, he talked about him when he came back uh, to Columbia as the honorary captain in October during the bye week, and uh, a lot of praise for new uh, and rookie head coach um, D'Amico Ryans. And um, I, I think I think the trajectory for the Texans is just going to skyrocket because of the quarterback and also, as Chris mentioned, the offensive line that they have. Uh, they're very talented, and, and I don't think anybody predicted the Texans would even go to the playoffs this year. So they uh, they did a great job of rallying around their new head coach. And, you know, I think Shaq may have – we talked about this the other day. i got to go back and look. If not every year, but almost every year that he's been in the NFL, he's made the playoffs. Yes. Every team he's been on has he, made He left play- New England, went to Tampa, now he's in uh, Houston. It's incredible. It is incredible. And – I'd be remiss if I didn't mention something that's even more incredible. Shaq Mason Foundation. I don't know if you guys heard or seen or know of, but they do something amazing every year. Chris, you're on that foundation. You want to tell our listening audience about a little about what you guys did? Uh, so every year for Christmas, Shaq 
blesses uh, elementary school um, here locally in our school district, and he provides Christmas for every student at that school. Not a few, not a couple here and there, but the entire student body of that elementary school he provides Christmas for. And this past year, we were at Randolph Howe Elementary School. 590-plus students got Christmas. They all got, you know, a couple of toys. They all got a tablet. They all got candy and a blanket. And it ain't no telling what else his mom had inside those, inside of those, uh, uh, those Christmas gifts. And we worked real closely with, like, Grace Nazarene Church, who helps pack all of that stuff up and, you know, Murray County Public Schools helps haul that thing, haul everything over there, and we set it up, we line it up, and man, it's just an amazing time. It's one of the most favorite time of the year. Oh, it's amazing! Then watch those kids open those gifts. Every year I've been at the district, I've been able to experience this because yeah. it's been ongoing for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And folks, if you get an opportunity to volunteer or help or be there, my suggestion would be to bring earplugs. because earplugs and tissues (laughs) and tissues exactly um the screams and 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 the excitement level is just amazing it's out of this world and then the smiles Mm -hmm. of the kids and Mm -hmm. to think that some of these kids may not have gotten a lot for christmas this really makes their 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 christmas that much better so shout out to shaq mason and his mom um Alicia. Alicia McGuire for all they do and the Shaq Mason Foundation for um, – it's it's just somebody giving back, somebody who was a, a, an athlete here at Murray County Public Schools who went into the draft, became an NFL player, and has got a couple Super Bowl rings, maybe two, three. He's got two. He's got two, two Super Bowl two rings. Two Super Bowl yeah. rings. played in three Super Bowls. He's got two. Yeah. Okay. Very impressive. Two, Very out three, impressive. two out of three in back. So, no. Shaq, if you're out there – Listening to the Big Yellow School Bus, thank you for all you do and for your mom and the foundation. We really, really appreciate that. Well, let's get back to talking about some um, athletic stuff here. Um, recently, and we had a school board meeting. It was actually delayed a week because of the, the snow and ice. Um, but we had a – it was a work session, which is not a voting meeting. But they called a special called meeting, and the subject matter was Battle Creek High School – and something really amazing happened, and I'll let you share that, Chris. Um, the school board voted to uh, allow us to put uh, athletic synthetic turf on all three athletic facilities um, at Battle Creek High School. So that's football, baseball, and softball fields. So that will be full turf fields, uh, not partially turf, but full turf fields. And um, we will enhance um, already what would be a great – campus and facilities and took them to the next level and so we are excited to see that project come to uh come to fruition we are appreciative of the school board approving us allowing us to make that make that happen but we are truly truly excited about what possibilities those things opens up not only for battle creek high school but now what that does for uh all of murray county public schools absolutely now Battle Creek High School, folks, will open in the 24-25 school year. So next school year, we're going to see Battle Creek High School opened up for students. It'll be ninth and 10th grade initially, and then they'll add another grade the next mm-hmm. year and another grade. So it'll take a couple of years to round up to full capacity. But that's that's really a great testament to our school board and, and our community for voting yes on something like that, to be able to put in some really, really great fields that are easier to maintain 
they last uh, decades, um, my understanding is, and they're so much nicer to play on, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean they'll they'll be fully graphicked out. Um, quality of playing surface will be at the highest level uh, that they that they provide. I mean, we we're not going to cut corners on any sort of safety for our, any of our student athletes, uh, but it's going to be um, like in in an event like today. You know, like let's say it stopped raining uh, right now or right when school ended, the sun came out. You know our kids will be able to go out there on those turf fields and play immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not, uh, outside of extreme cold, lightning, or just continuous rain, you know, those fields will be playable all year long. You know, I go back to the NFL. I'm watching some of the playoff games. Buffalo um, has a synthetic turf field up in yeah. an outdoor stadium. But out of all the stadiums that they played outdoor that, I was impressed with how good the field looked, even though they had, you know, two, three foot of snow in the bleachers and people had to shovel themselves in to get out um, to get to their seats. Um, I thought that looked really good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to look amazing. I mean, you, it's 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 hard to, to beat that. It's hard to even compete with that with a natural field. I mean, you really got to have a different type of level of athletic crew operating at a professional level to really even match aesthetically in the playing surface of a turf field and so we're excited that our our board is willing uh to make that step uh to invest in battle creek high school in that way to provide synthetic turf fields and i'm excited to see what it looks like when it's all all said and done and and what what that really does for that campus there i am too I'm, i'm thankful for the the school board and the and everybody the county commission everybody that went ahead and helped make sure that Battle Creek High School is going to be a state-of-the-art school with state-of-the-art athletics and some really great playing fields. Absolutely. And, Chris, you you mentioned how this is going to benefit other schools in the community. You want to expand on that a little bit? So, yeah, so so for us, uh, during the school board meeting, we, there was a lot of dialogue and conversation around, um, you know, our athletic direction with our capital projects and our facilities that we have. And... For those who, who, who aren't aware, our, our, school, our school district leadership, talking about Mr. Perriman, Ms. Ms. Ventura, and then obviously in conjunction with our school board, uh, put together a plan to present it to the county commission, who did later approve uh, for $28 million for us to invest in, cap, in, in capital athletic projects across our district. And we had things that we were needing to address, such as... Um, ADA, such as Title IX, such as the the quality of playing surface, but also the accessibility of our playing surfaces, and so that twenty eight million dollar investment was was to go towards those those things, and and obviously we have a laundry list of things that that exceed well over twenty eight million, but that twenty eight million we're really honed in and focused on projects that we're looking to do. Now, obviously, there were plans, if, if anybody was watching the school board meeting, there was conversations around indoor facilities and indoor facilities around our district. Uh, our initial thought with indoor facilities across the county was that it helped us address several different areas that we really, really needed to address. And, and, and of course, with the uh, initial estimate of cost of what those buildings would take, it would not allow us to touch the entire county with this $28 million. 
And so with the county commission uh, and our school board leadership uh, investing money in, into the school like they did, we needed to be very good stewards of those dollars. And we needed to ensure that we max this money touches many of our students slash student athletes as possible. And so when we got that initial price point as far as the 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 buildings were concerned, we took a step back and we assessed and evaluated and looked at, all right, what is the next best thing that we can do to be able to try to achieve some things across our our county? And then obviously the thing that kind of came to the top of the surface is what happens if we turf our fields, okay? And so that became part of the conversation as far as looking at turfing our fields and then turfing multiple fields across our, our district. Now, we are still when, – When you say fields, you mean football, maybe baseball, maybe softball? Well, we're looking at all of them, just very similar to Battle Creek High School. And, but the conversation from school to school is very different on what we will do. Um, obviously, ideally, you know, especially at our standalone schools, we would look at turfing, baseball, football, softball. And then, of course, at our uh, unit schools, we will try to we will put together a plan uh, that that best serves them. So Spring Hill High School, Central High School, Mount Pleasant High School and, of course, Battle Creek, those standalones looking at turf and then all your the standard, the uh, your unit schools, us doing meeting the need that they have. So, for example, like at Hampshire. The question would be, do you turf the baseball field or do you give them some sort of auxiliary gym because of the what they provide and what sports they have at that school? So if you can turf the field, but they still have the challenge of, you know, volleyball, middle school, volleyball, high school. You also got men and women's middle school and high school basketball. And, and so the times in which they get to practice and just not having a lot of flexibility in that school. So we're going to be able to – going in and looking at each school individually and then being able to tackle it accordingly. And so uh, by tabling, you know, uh, these these indoor facilities and going a different path with this, potentially with this turf, that allows us to do all of the things that we need to do across the county, such as locker rooms at Whitthorn and, you know, the back gym at Central, you know, concession stands and areas that they need them sidewalks and walking accessibilities with pavement and, and concrete access ways and uh, improve lighting in areas that we need to improve lighting. So there's a possibility for turf at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, everything is open for discussion and possibilities of what um, what options are out there as far as where, where we turf, where we don't turf. We're just having some really, really in-depth conversations. Uh, obviously, the Central High School situation is very, very unique because it now requires a different level of conversation with their board and, and an MOU agreement between them and as far as the school district and, and how all that looks like. But all possibilities are out there as far as what we're going to do as, for, as, as we're looking at truly enhancing all of our athletic facilities across the district. Well, that would be huge just for the simple fact that you, not only does Columbia Central use that stadium, Whitthorn uses that stadium, and then you mentioned some of the, the unit schools. The great thing about the unit schools is whatever they get, not only is their high school students going to be able to use it, their middle school students will be able to you know, benefit from it as well. I mean, and it's, 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 I mean, what we're doing and how we're doing it is, is so exciting for our community to be able to look at, you know, because right now we're, we're doing projects right now. So, like, right now we're at Spring Hill High School 
And part of what we're doing at Spring Hill High School is we're relighting all their fields. We're transitioning all those over to Musco Lighting so they have improved lighting. For years, Spring Hill High School has had poor lighting um, and probably not even you know, met standards or qualifications for proper lighting for ball fields. And we're, we're, we're upgrading that now. We're, we're, we're going to, to move their softball field and put it in the area where all the water doesn't continue to dump on it. And, 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 and that would be my argument for Kalioka getting turf for their baseball and softball, if, you, if you're familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We're kind of in a hole. We're kind of in a hole. But, <laughs> but that's just me selfishly saying I think I, Obviously, you being from Kalioka, I'm sure you probably <laughs> want the turf as well. Absolutely. But it's just we're, 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 we're moving forward on, on several little projects like that and, and getting things moving. Uh, you know, obviously, Spring Hill High School is going to get a, a, a significant amount of things done, as a, as is every school going to get done. And so we gotta we gotta prioritize the greatest need that that you have at those schools. Like you mentioned, Kalioka. You know, you know, obviously, Kalioka needs locker room, they need flexibility space, they need some things out there that they can really utilize to be able to enhance to address a lot of those needs down there. So, you know, like I said, we are we are just super excited about how this money. Um, will will transform our campuses and really enhance the, the student athlete experience. It is going to be so much fun to watch this grow into something that we really need. And and I understand you're in from Kalioka, you're coach at Kalioka, Clayton. So I can see where you're get excited thinking about can we get that? It would. It's going to be huge. We'll, I mean that it's been approved right now for Battle Creek High School. We'll just wait and see what the future holds and what you guys can do to be able to outfit other fields with the similar um, grass. Turf. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that your plans of what we're doing and how we're doing what and where, um, you you will start seeing those things come out pretty quickly Good deal. Um, over the next several months as we, we kind of finalize our plans and what we're doing and and making sure that we we maximize our, our reach and impact at each one of these schools. I'm Jack Hyde with the Big Yellow School Bus, here with Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, and Clayton Harris, Station Manager at WKOM, WKRM. We'll be back after these words. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer. Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. All right. Great show so far. Learning a lot. Um, I love the idea of the artificial turf being put in at Battle Creek High School and possibly other um, schools in our district soon. So many great things happening in athletics in Murray County. It just amazes me. And we're not just doing athletics. We're doing academics. It's just all around. Murray County Public Schools is making great strides. So I'm so proud to work for a district that's doing so well. Um, I did want to bring up, Chris and Clayton, the Mid-State Classic. I I seen something that got sent out by the uh, City of Columbia, and we have – an interesting thing happening, and I don't know if this happens every year, does it, Chris, where Columbia State or Columbia Central High School and Spring Hill High School kick off the Mid-State Classic by playing. So this is the second year that this has happened. Okay. So I, I want to say hats off to uh, City Manager Tony Massey and um, uh, Parks Director Mac Reagan. They, uh, Mac's cool. Yeah, we, we, had, we have been talking about this concept for several years prior leading up to this. And we just couldn't figure out how to make it work. And last year, we were able to make it work where Columbia Central High School took on and, and played Tullahoma uh, at, at the Mid-State Classic. And, and the thing about the Mid-State Classic is it is the largest softball event and maybe one of the top sporting events, I would say, in southern middle Tennessee. And so it is a huge deal for our student athletes to be able to play on a stage like the Mid-State Classic. And, and the nightcap game is what makes the, the game that important. The, Columbia State will be playing as well, so you have two colleges that will be playing. But, again, it is putting our student athletes in a position to, to have opportunities. It's a great showcase. Oh, my God. It, 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 and they're playing on a world-class field. And yeah, let's mention that, the Ridley Sports Complex. And who did you say is the uh, the guy, to, Parks guy? Yeah, you're talking about Mac Reagan. Mac Reagan. I love this guy. Um, don't know him real well, but I've met him on a couple instances. Fantastic guy. Um, let me let me talk about this a little bit more in depth. Um, the Mid-State Classic is happening starting on Tuesday, April 2nd, 2024. It'll be the eminent University of Tennessee Lady Volunteer Softball Team taking on the University of Memphis Tigers. Mm-hmm. 
in a fo- softball triple header with Columbia State Community College facing off against UT Southern, all kicking off with the clash between Columbia Central High School and Spring Hill High School. I believe WKOM or WKRM will be covering the game, Clayton. Absolutely. It'll be our second or third year to, to broadcast the games, and we're excited. And, and as Chris mentioned, second year in a row that Columbia Central has participated in this and, and being able to get Spring Hill in this game as well. Is I think huge. that makes it a bigger rivalry. Absolutely. Doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, and, and then to, like Chris said, the nightcap, you have. Uh, the University of Tennessee Lady Vols take on, I believe, the Memphis Lady Tigers. I mean, yep. Uh, you got two two schools from the, each corner of the state that are yes. going to meet right in the middle, <laughs> and uh, it should be an exciting time. And, and yes, uh, what a showcase for these young athletes and uh, the exposure they're going to get from this event. And it's just like Chris was saying, a, a big credit to Mac Reagan and Tony Massey with the City of Columbia and, and Ch- uh, Mayor Chaz Mulder. Yes, uh, Chaz. Yes, to make this event happen. I mean, it's a big deal. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it is a big deal. The city puts on a world class. I don't even say world class event, where they they wind, they roll out the red red carpet for uh, both teams. I mean, they really take care of them. And I mean, just first class, all the way around. Everybody's involved in it, from the you know the the city council members to obviously Chaz, the mayor, Tony Mack. All of these people get involved, and now. Murray County Public Schools is able to be involved with it for the for the second year in a row, and we're just honored and, and appreciative that we're able to be a part of this. Absolutely, and and we're going to continue to do our part, whatever we can, to help amplify this game uh, in the city of in Murray County, but specifically in the city of Columbia out there at Ridley Park. Again, the games are going to take place on Tuesday, April second, twenty twenty four. You can visit our City of Columbia's website at columbiatn.com. And they have a link there where you can buy tickets. Yes. Um, starting Tuesday, January 16th, and it's past the 16th. So tickets are now available online by visiting ColumbiaTN.com, clicking on the, the uh, link for Mid-State Classic, and they have ticket sales available right now. And you'll get a chance to see Columbia Central High School and Spring Hill High School kick off the uh, tournament and have an exceptional day of sports with the Mid-State Classic. And like you said, having two of our teams from our district involved in this is huge. It really is. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm excited for it. It was, it was great last year, and I'm excited to, to, to be a part of it and, and, and watch it take place uh, this year. I'm, I know the radio station will be out there and uh, be the game of the, game of the week, and, and, and so excited just to see, again, our student athletes have an opportunity to be on a big stage, and we're able to provide that for them. All right, during the break, you were talking to me a little bit about talking about the teams, I think, or something, the coaching. What are you you were going to No, bring no. Up? We, so, so we recently, this year, um, uh, hats off again to uh, Superintendent Lisa Ventura, Assistant Superintendent Eric Perryman, uh, came up with uh, a concept, not a concept, but we came up with a plan uh, within the budget, basically, to have athletic facility, an athletic facility crew. Um, You're talking like a grounds crew, like a basically kind of like a grounds crew, but they ha- they're going to handle more than than just the grounds, maintenance, just general everything across the board. So anything regarding athletics, 
facility field wise these individuals are going to to maintain this this crew is is out of uh the maintenance department which is headed up by murray ring and anybody that knows murray ring the job that he does every day the quality of work that he does every day the way that he gets after the way that everybody in maintenance gets after i mean you just you can't help but love those guys and the work that they do um and the the, the athletic facility crew lead um with under the maintenance department is Christian Green. Um, so Christian Green has a, a an extensive background uh, in in facilities, uh, in and as a grounds crew piece of it, is adding just another layer and dynamic to our our uh, our school district. And so our coaches now can have a level of peace of mind that they've never been able to have before. So when our when our coaches and Clayton is a coach down in Kalioka and we've met with all of our schools and Clayton was actually sitting in the meeting when Clayton leaves the radio station he doesn't have to worry about whether or not his field is ready for practice when Clayton leaves the radio station he doesn't have to worry about whether or not his field is ready for a game it's going to be man that sounds like one of the best shout outs I've heard so far and it's not even shout out time it is not even a shout out (laughs) but 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 this is again making sure that our 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 communities have the very best that we can offer them and when looking at what is the very best, adding athletic facility crews allowed us to have the very best that we can offer at this moment in time. And, and again, like I said, uh, huge thanks to Murray Ring, huge thanks to, to Superintendent Lisa Ventura, huge thanks to Assistant Superintendent uh, Mr. Eric Perryman, and, of course, you know, the new guy on the block, Christian Green, who's got a, a – a huge task ahead of him, but he's hiring his, his his staff. He's got some on staff right now. Still has a few more to hire, but they are going to transform the landscape of our athletic facilities, and it's going to be exciting. And Christian's a guy that worked uh, for Mr. Bill Marvin uh, up, yes. up at Knoxville and, and did an amazing job on the fields at the University of Tennessee for several years. Very cool. And so he – he knows what he's doing. He's got great experience. Great experience. Yeah. And so, so I, I, I can't wait to revisit this conversation this time next year when, when all of the coaches are, are you know, it's going to be a, a shocker because, I mean, you know, for for the last how many ever umpteen amount of years, <laughs> you know, like on a day like today, if this was next week when middle school ball Folks, is it's starting, raining cats and dogs and, out there right, right? now. Clayton would be contemplating, can we get practice in? Can we not get practice in? Do we got to cancel the game? What are we going to do? You don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. We're handling that stuff for them, and all they got to do is worry about coaching. Now, we're taking away a lot of excuses for coaches. <laughs> so, so uh, You better win. You better win. So, yeah, we're, we're raising the standard. The field. Yeah, we're raising the standard of what uh, uh, coaches are going to be expected to do. But all right. it's all in good fun, though. That was actually a great shout-out to segue to shout-outs, and I'm just going to go around the room. Clayton, give us your best shout-out for the end of the Big L School Bus. I'm going to kind of piggyback off what Chris said. Uh, Just a big shout-out to the Central Office Superintendent Lisa Ventura and uh, Assistant Superintendent Eric Perryman and uh, our County Athletic Director Chris Pointer for uh, making this possible for these kids in this county, along with the County Commission and the Murray County School Board. Uh, When you're doing things for the best interest of kids – Things typically work out really well, and I have no doubt this is going to work out really well for everybody involved. I agree, and it also echoes to the academics, too, Mm because when you have a thriving athletics, the academics go along right well. Well, and if you want to get kids out of the public school sector and back into the public school sector, 
this is a great way to do it. Too. There you go. Chris, what's your shout out today? He did not sneak in that, that shout out about turf. So he, <laughs> he, got, I will say on a rainy day like this, though, I could still probably practice this evening. If it stopped. <laughs> if it stopped. Yeah, it would absolutely. Yeah. Be. My, my shout out is to the school, Murray County Public School, uh, the school board. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about school board, National School Board Week, and, and just being appreciative. All the things that we've talked about on the radio today, you know, from what we're doing at Battle Creek to the 28 million to the athletic facility crew leads to all of these different things that we're doing is so great. None of it's possible without our school board. And just want to take my hat off to them and say thank you to them uh, for, you know, the efforts that they put in tirelessly day in and day out to see that our students have the very best that we can offer them. If you see a school board member in the community, make sure you tell them thank you. They they go above and beyond to do make these decisions and make sure that everything's flowing the way it should. My shout out is to safety, safety to keep the kids at home for six snow days because Lisa Ventura made the right choice to keep kids safe. Our county was not ready to be driven on every road, so that is my shout out. Thank you, Clayton. Thank you, Chris, for coming on the Big Yellow School Bus. Everybody out there, have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll.
Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.